Anthem here at SS on Triple M, where we're celebrating 300 glorious shows by doing exactly what we normally do. Fantastic. Uh, what have you got on the menu in front of you there, Ed? I finished the soup, uh, which was broccolini and yeah. uh, sweet potato. And I'm trying to lick the... Uh, it comes in a quite a deep uh, styrofoam container. Yeah. I can't get my tongue yeah. all the way down to the bottom to lick yeah, well, the bottom of it, uh, and then it collects on the bottom of my chin, really. Yeah. <laughs> and I look like I'm wearing a soup goatee for the rest of the day. You've got to want it. You've got to want it. It's, it's true. Maybe you just need a bib and, I don't know, a raincoat. I don't know. Just need some someone to feed me clothing. Yeah. Need a slip and slide of soup. <laughs> See, I don't think you would love them. Like yeah, we need one of those things they have over the salad bar. Those first things. You two need a sneeze guard. That's what we need. Over <laughs> right. Because if it gets if it gets caught, they listen to this. That's that'll flick soup, right? That's your yeah. Ear. Okay, there's the segment. Hit our producer. Well done. Uh, here's what we're going to do. We're going to try and contact a man on the other side of the world. The Edinburgh Festival is going on. Absolutely. And the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Mm. Haven't heard much about it. Well, and the news over here. Very poor coverage. Surely someone's kicking gold. Our man on the spot is Greg Fleet. You know Greg Fleet, the inventor of jumper pants. <laughs> God knows what time it is. Mr. Marvel is dialing yep. to make contact. Our man at the Edinburgh Festival. Gregory Fleet. Hello. Is that Gregory Fleet? Yes, indeed, my boy. Why, what's going on with your season? Oh, no, it's fine. It's going really well. Yeah. I'm just pretending. I'm just being humble. How many per night? Oh, at least 20. <laughs> How many stars in the Scotsman? None yet. None? A no star review or just no review? No, no review yet. Okay, fair enough. Well, I do, I've had five before, so really it's all downhill from here, darling. Wasn't that over the course of four years, though? <laughs> five years. <laughs> I've got one a year. Fleeting, <laughs> it's, uh, it's Ed here. You're sounding quite posh. Have you, uh, have you got in yeah. with a toffee crowd? My boy, I'm doing theatre. Oh. Theatre. <laughs> I'm not some scummy little Melbourne comic, my boy. I'm on the world stage. <laughs> and what are you doing to make it a world stage-worthy production? Uh, well, we do a little film noir bit at the beginning, and that sort of dresses it up as something more interesting than it really is. It's just a whole series of jokes with me, you know, <laughs> me saying them. And, Greg, what is the talk of Edinburgh? The complete lack of anything edible is quite a, a good talking point here. Yeah, but that's and traditional. Uh, that, that's every year, though, isn't it? <laughs> it's got so massive. There's like, I think there's 35,000 shows on in the time slot I'm in. Uh, it's, 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 it's actually twice as big as the last time I was here, but um, it's quite good. You know, there, there's uh, a lot of people who uh, are really tough and who scream at you in the street. I had a drunk guy the other day walking down the street abusing haggis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's been getting away with it for too long. Yeah, but it made me feel good. It made me feel less insane than I actually am. To go, well, I'm not walking down the street abusing blood sausage. So, you know, things could be worse. <laughs> you were having a quiet conversation with a packet of Lifesavers, which was nice. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and pretty Aussie too, you know. Greg, tell me, how's the uh, fitness regime going? Well, it's going surprisingly well. I haven't, no alcohol or drugs have passed my lips for the entire run of the festival, which is, I think, the only time in my life that I've been out in the general population <laughs> that I haven't had some kind of stimulant, other than my own genius, of course. But aren't you taking them up the back door these days, Greg? <laughs> Shelving them. <laughs> Shelving them, called, apparently. Which I think is hilarious. No, I'm being, I'm being very pure. I haven't found the Jesus yet, but if that happens, someone kill me. You know, there's a lot of experimental theatre, a lot of innovative stuff going on over there. What have you seen that's impressed you? I've seen a lot of really cool stuff. I uh, I went and sort of <laughs> I've seen some really good theatre just during the day. Some really good, you know, like because I like to see something really bleak mm. and make, that makes me cry, and then I go and do my funny show. <laughs> but um, I saw something the other night which was great called the Shitty Sock Puppet Theatre of Edinburgh, <laughs> which implies that most cities have got a shitty sock puppet theatre. And the great thing about the uh, the title of the show was it was really accurate. <laughs> Now, can I ask, was that show on in a theatre or was that occurring in your own mind? 
Yes, you do know your sock puppets, Fleety, because while you've been away, they've played the debate on Channel 10 where your sock puppets did a staring duet of Christmas in New York, the old Pope song. <laughs> Very good. I, I think I was sweating a lot and I couldn't breathe at that stage. Yes, we've, but, um, we've never got so many emails from people <laughs> demanding an explanation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just read something in the paper here. There's some guy in Adelaide went. Uh, oh, if I get ten thousand like hits on my uh, on my face page or whatever it's called, on my MySpace site, I'll name my kid Spider Pig. If I get ten thousand hits, and the guy got one hundred and twenty thousand hits, and then went, no, I'm not going to name my kid Spider Pig. And he, it, weirdly enough, he's named it Octopus Horse. Fair enough. Which is, yeah. Hey, Greg, it's actually our three hundredth show today. <laughs> doing to celebrate? Uh, I think you should be in the ponchos uh, with with those really cheap kind of newsagent paper cardboard kind of hats and those things you blow that unroll. Things. Well, anything we can do to turn our smile into a frown. <laughs> <laughs> turn your jumper upside down. Oh, oh, oh man, you saw the floor in my plan. <laughs> in today and good luck with the rest of your season. No worries, big man. Don't give me any grief, man, and I'll chip you up there, Ken. You know what I mean, eh? <laughs> oh, stop. Was... Put Greg Fleet back on, please. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry, that was one of my Irish-French friends talking. <laughs> he, was, right. he was wearing a jumper kilt. <laughs> of course. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's been up-kilted. Oh. <laughs> All oh, right. I've made my feet move. Cheers, <laughs> Greg. See you in a few weeks. See you, guys. Thanks a lot. Take care. And, uh,
extra strong glue. Yeah, I don't have any cement. So okay. What happened to it? Uh, well, um, a solid attachment, life and mortification, and hospitalization. Five stars! There's a government! You know, you don't want to do that. No. You want to keep the vacuum cleaner away from the genitals. I'm sorry. <laughs> against some of his staff, mm. accusing them of poor sales and inappropriate dress and behaviour. Several people have been sacked, uh, with Crazy John blasting workers in one store for mucking around and flirting with each other while ignoring customers. Uh, emails are going around that reveal Crazy John staff are being regularly monitored by professional mystery shoppers, with Crazy himself personally checking the reports. And in a military-style test called D-Day, employees are referred to as soldiers and given 10 minutes' notice to answer 45 questions 100% correctly. Crazy. What are the questions about? Oh, it doesn't say. Some of you probably brain-stepping bargains, most of them. <laughs> so that, I don't know if that's, uh, you know, it's being pushed as, you know, a blight on Crazy John. It's sort of a negative story, really. Yeah. I think he's got to turn it into a positive. I agree. Just get some music under this story. That's all it needs. <laughs> Described as cool. No. Uh, you know, and on TV, they can see the range of food stuffs around you. Yeah, absolutely right. And tracksuits don't come as well as you'd hope uh, on your high glossy television. However, they're asking for auditions. Yeah. And so I thought I'd give it a crack. Here we go with my audition for MTV. <laughs>
Dale Lesson. It was meant to go up yesterday. We did finish it. Everyone busted a gut and then didn't go up. And I'm going, what's going on? So I call the guy at the podcasting department and he says, I don't know more than that. I mean, I know it doesn't pass uh, muster on this program, but I accept that. Yeah, very confused. Didn't have any pants on it at the same time. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's apparently all fixed now. So one one eight ended up with a bit of lucky humor. Oh, yeah. Date movie recommendation. Yes. Office party's gone horribly wrong. Mm-hmm. I think there's a bit of beeping in there. Mm-hmm. Super Friends, Duct Tape Bandit, Ed and Geeks Roadshow. That was especially fine. All up there now. But, you know, it's our 300th show. Yeah. We need some kind of... A bit of a sing along. Uh, well, uh, a song that the, the listeners can uh, get involved in. What What is the song that you've got, uh, Rich? Confetti. Uh, yeah. Free Fallen. Yeah, yeah. See, this is one for people in the cars, out in the street, sing along, change the chorus to Free Balling. It's so much fun, it's cathartic, and you'll enjoy it. Well, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm glad you brought up Brown with Joe's fellas and, and Tom Petty because he, he's joined us in the studio oh, and he's right. just uh, yeah, sitting yeah. down there. He's pretty quiet yeah. once he, before he gets started. I hope he didn't hear me say that free balling thing. Oh, no, no, no. He's probably distracted by the soup. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's having some soup. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's asked if we would like to sing along on oh. the first, uh, the first uh, verse of the song. Oh, John Law's style. to the chorus. Well, I guess 300 shows, that's permitted. Thank you, Tom. Uh, take it away. Two, three, four.
Jamie here. Get this around the nation on Triple M. It's our 300th show. They're calling it Bog Henge. No, they're not. We're broadcasting, in fact, live from Bolivia, is it? Bolivia. <laughs> All right. Obviously. Well, it looks like there's uh, something rotten in the state of the Netherlands. Are oh, you just pushing buttons at random now, already? Well, Which one that gets us to the top of Talkback Mountain? <laughs> What is that? That's a band called The Quick. Oh, yeah. 1980 hip shape jerk. Hip shape jerk. Right. Forest guy. Hip shape jerk? It's quite fun. It's a good song. It's forgotten. I think it was only a hit in Australia, but they're an English dance pop duo. I don't know anything about The Quick. No. I'd be confused with the American band of the same name. No. It's our topic today, but we wouldn't have employed you if we knew that you didn't know everything about The Quick. What is our topic? Well, 300 shows, and Matt Bircher has emailed in. He's one of our stoners. Is he? Oh. He's finally one of them is. You know, reply. It's taken them three weeks since you've been calling them that. I've been sitting there typing to find a pen. Totally. You might as well call your podcast podcast. Oh, come on. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh, excellent. Oh. Unquote from Maddie. And he's got two ideas for Talkback Mountain topics. Where is the strangest place you have listened to and get this? Podcast. Well, it might sound a bit sort of self-indulgent if we did that one. Yeah, it's a little bit breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> it's just. Uh, what about when facial hair goes wrong? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Not a bad idea. You need sort of photographs to back it up. Mm. Those aren't bad. We'll put those on the, uh, the griddle. Mm. See what they look like uh, by the end of the week. I've got an email here from Paul. Yeah, what's Paul say? That, uh, well, yeah, knowing the listeners were up for... Suggesting the phone topic for today. Yes, yes, yes. I didn't realise they were in. And the winner is Paul. He's come up with a, a thing he sent in. He says that his friend just gave his mum for her birthday a copy of the Beer Fest DVD. You mean broken lizard Beer Fest? Yes. Oh, right. Why, right. Don't, why don't you do inappropriate gifts? Oh, then we have done this before. Some time ago, I remember. It's a good one. Let's it's do it. Okay, so that's what we're going to do. You know, I'm trying to think. Uh, I've told this story before. I worked at a radio station in Auckland years ago. Yeah. Where uh, we had a whole lot of people, and this is very poor taste, but it did actually happen. Mm-hmm. I'll warn you. A lot of people in wheelchairs came to visit the station on mm-hmm. the tour. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. No. Perfectly normal. No. The uh, program director has gone, oh, mate, better give them some, mate. Give them all a copy of the album of the week. Which was? Sadly, the album of that week was The Pretenders Learning to Crawl. <laughs> Somebody got sacked. <laughs> <laughs> Great delight in trying to get my mother and I even closer than we already were. And uh, <laughs> one year, what? This is still the room. <laughs> so one year, she got my mother for her birthday matching jumpers for her for, my, for our mother and I oh. to try and encourage us to have to wear them. They had koalas on them. I think oh. they might have been Kooji. So I think booing is. <laughs> Three hundred shows again. This would be a special occasion, wouldn't you? <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> inappropriate presents, Mr. Martin. Have you given or received? I'm not sure if this is inappropriate or just annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, for a couple of years in a row, for my auntie, I got Avon race car perfume, <laughs> uh, which is you know the, the male cologne that Avon used to make in the shape of a race car bottle. And her quote directly was, "I noticed last time I was here, you were a little bit whoopy." That's true. <laughs> so, some Avon race car should fix that. <laughs> Today, it's the Barjas Olden Days uh, DVD. Fantastic. The Late Show presents Barjas in the Olden Days. Mm-hmm. It's a fantastic DVD. Mm. It's in the shops now. But here's what happened. Uh, as you can see, the cover art looks good. I can't find a single spelling mistake. Oh. Now, they sent this to me for approval, you know, before it gets printed. So I went over it, you know, with the magnifying glass. Yeah, that's fine. No, nothing's wrong there. Yes, uh, you know, it's appropriately respectful to lucky girls. Good. And then what they don't send you, though, is the disc itself. Uh, they just sent me the test one was just a white disc. It didn't have the artwork that goes on to the okay. disc, literally. Here's the one that's gone out to everyone in the shop. So have a look at that. Can you see the mistake? Just look at it. 
Uh, it's it's hard to spell correctly. It says half past dead, Stephen Cigar. Nothing wrong with that. Is the aspect ratio wrong, Tone? Have a look at look at the front. Yes. And what does it say on the front at the top? Uh, the late show presents. Yeah, look at the disc. What does it say? Bajas presents the olden days. Yeah, it's but where the late show should be. Yeah, just black. Well, yeah, nothing presents. See, obviously, it's meant to be the late show presents. Oh. And they've just left out yes. the actual name of the disc. Yeah, it just says present from the it says present and then there's a space there. So every one is technically a collector's item. Fantastic. Just to show you how they roll down the ABC at um, Ernie Sigley presents, <laughs> which is nice. Oh, they're the gold edition. How do they roll? I've <laughs> nicely picked up, Rich. I've emailed them yesterday. The person responsible for printing the label oh, yeah, yeah. from the DVD department. What happened, John? I got back this email. This is the response. I am away from the ABC until September 2008. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Another year before they could look at maybe fixing that up. Fair enough. But in the meantime, everyone's a collector's item. Mm. How would you like to get one for free? Call us up. Tell us about the inappropriate present you gave or received. One triple three five three. Teenagers, my chemical romance. Get this, Talkback Mountain, that's where we are. Today's topic in appropriate presence who's given or received in Cavalier. Hello there, Brad. Hey, hey, guys. Um, inappropriate gift is a friend of mine, his mother was a bit of a hippie, and so he uh, probably was like, and come with and. Yeah, the inappropriate gift was one Christmas she, he gave him a book that he really wanted, but it was actually a book that was loaned from the local library. <laughs> Another present at the end of those three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be looking for our brandy. Uh, the, well, all right, Brad, thank you for your libelous comments about me being happy. <laughs> and your fine story, you get yourself. Bad jazz in the old days on DVD, my friend. Yeah, thank you very much. Nobody's looking to that. <laughs> Hello, Jim, how are you? G'day, guys, how's it going? Excellent. Your present, sir? Well, there might have been a, a bit of a hidden message behind it, so my mother-in-law came across from NZ and Tony, she's from Timaru. Oh, yes, Timaru. Beautiful. <laughs> so, um, I opened up the my 30th birthday present after she left, because the date was afterwards, and it was a bottle of Nivea female body wash. <laughs> Suggesting that uh, are you married to her daughter? Is that how it works? Yes. yes. She was suggesting because it's female body wash. She might have been suggesting that her daughter was in need, not yourself. You know, yeah. True. Or <laughs> just suggesting a fun night for the service. Either way, it's gross. Either way. Hello to everyone uh, living in Simaru listening, just up the road from Billaroo. Yes. I think you're fine. No, tell me something. Is it Orcs or in the Hobbit territory, Timaru? Uh, down south, that's more Isengard country. Yeah, I had that sound about it. Good day, Kathy. How are you? Good, good. Thank you. Uh, good. Your presence? Well, a bit of background. I am a lesbian, and the Christmas after I came out, my cousin gave me a book called How to Marry the Man of Your Choice. <laughs> You're saying that book doesn't work? No, <laughs> not for lesbians. I'm shocked. Now, do you think he was trying to be funny, or was this um, genuine uh, George Costanza attempt to do a conversion? <laughs> no, she was genuinely Catholic and trying to help me out. Well, there you go. Yeah, this book will do it. Yeah, this will do it. <laughs> this is what she needs. Kathy, copy of the DVD for you. Love you. Fantastic, thank you. And the old boat and 17 Easter eggs. Fantastic. Hello there, Matt, how are you? Hello. How you going, mate? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Excellent. You're present. Um, I actually got, I, I had a sneaking suspicion that it was actually second-hand, a Dr. Phil book. Uh, which one? Um, not the family first. I think whatever to get your life on track. <laughs> card in the back? Um, no, no, just, just, it looked like it had been read. A few of the pages were a bit crumpled and, you know, yeah. it looked like it literally had been read through first. And did the person who gave it to you look like they had their life back on track? 
Uh, well, it's my older brother, and um, no, no. I think he sort of kept on reading. There you yeah, go. No, it doesn't work. I'll give it to him for a present. There we go. All right, you've got yourself Bardas and the Olden Days on DVD. Good on you, man. And, uh, thanks, mate. And from that, we go to AJ. How are you? How are you going? Uh, excellent. What happened? Yeah, well, I've got a mate who's been begging for a photo. Hang on a second, mate. So, so, AJ, say, say that again. You've got attacked by some Dalek. <laughs> he's got uh, he's about 130 kilos, me mate. Yep. And yeah, so we decided to get him that Borat DVD. Yes. And yeah, it comes with that uh, man Kenny. Yes, it does. Yeah, well, we decided after a few drinks he'd give it a bash. So yeah, it was pretty funny for him to
spending the whole time in Flinders Street. Yeah, yeah, or Thompson yeah. Street. It's like there's so much better stuff. Or you know there is. Or your George Street in Sydney, any of the main drag. George Street, Street. Street. Yeah. yeah. What about Natas, though, just in the street, talking about singing? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, there's a lot of stuff like that, but I, I, was, I was one of them. For, for <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, because I did, uh, the piece that I did on the show, I went to a, a kid's, um, summer camp, which is like for Broadway kids, yeah. <laughs> and so I was, I was a Broadway kid for a week. And one of the you know, one of the jokes I did was uh, I dressed up in like a cat's outfit, <laughs> like this big like for a unitard. Um, and I had to I had to go to the the location. I had to leave the office dressed up as the cat. So I walked straight through Times Square as a cat. So I was one of those weirdos that people look at me and go, oh, you know, you come to New York, you see all the weirdos. <laughs> I was one of them. Now I'm back to I walked three blocks singing the sunny side of the street at the top of my voice. <laughs> and it was like being invisible. It's the nearest you get to streaking, yeah. you know, if you don't want to nerd up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's great. It's great place. I had a good time. And great stuff. I saw you doing a uh, musical where you were dressed as John Farnham. Yeah. Like, well, there's a man whose lifelong dream has come true because I know you are a big John Farnham fan. Huge John. That, that was a huge dream come true for me. It was so ridiculous, but um, I had a great time. Someone told me, I think it was Richard Marsden, that he got into your car. And you were giving him a lift somewhere. Yes. And you turned on the ignition and it was queued up. So the chorus of <laughs> too strong hearts. <laughs> <laughs> obviously you queued it up for an in-car thing. Yeah, no. I have different songs queued up for whoever comes in the car with me. I was hoping Rich would be inspired to be the second strong heart. Now, I'm thinking uh, just ideas. We're going to get to the right dance. I've got one for you. Why don't you change your name to Rhyme LaRock? Have you thought about that? I haven't thought about that, but th- now this is Russell Crowe. Yeah, I've seen this on the show. A lot of people think I'm making it up. Go to Google. It's safe for word. Type in this phrase, Russ. That's one word. And then the second word is LaRock. L-E-R-O-Q. That's what he was called. He was. I lived in Auckland in the early 80s. And to be singles in the shop, 45s with Russell Crowe in a leather jacket leaning moodily against the alleyway and the name of one of the singles was I Want to Be Like Marlon Brando by Russ the Rock. That is just... And it's R-O-Q as well. I know. We were just talking about this. And I, I love... Think, whenever I hear names like that or I hear, you know, clever, clever band names or product names, um, you, you know, so whatever they are, yes. an advertising agency sort of or like yeah. a new singer sort of, I always love thinking about that moment where they came up with the name and how happy, like, to think of how happy Russell Crowe was at that moment when he thought, LaRock. I'm not spelling it R-O-C-K, though. What? It's R-O-Q. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's going to blow people's minds. The bridges. You guys happy with that? Thanks, Well, I remember when I was living there, there was a similar thing to that, because I love, you know, product names like Hubba Bubba. When do they think of those? Mm. And there was a guy who, I used to go to work about six in the morning and I was passed every day by a guy driving a huge truck that had on the side of it, Misty Yoggle Boggle. <laughs> and the guy was just a bit, I'm sure he didn't have to be up that early, it's just he didn't want anyone to see him driving the Mr. Yoggle Boggle truck. Yeah. Stuck down a bit in the cabin. <laughs> I, love, I, love a, I love a name that instantly tells you what the company's about. <laughs> That's obviously oh, yes. I love I'll think about it, but I'm sure it's about something about cleaning or moving or something. It's yogurt. Yogurt. Great scene in Hugs Like a Proxy where they're trying to come up with a name for the hula hoop. And you just see, it's, you just see two silhouetted figures against the advertising agency window. The Shazam! <laughs> the Round the World! <laughs> the funniest names, other names for hula hoops that you can think of. I'm, I'm sure, sure that really goes on. It's called a Blue Sky Session. Oh, yeah. We often have them in the boardroom. Uh, look, we've got to get to the right ears. Let's do that. Soon, I'll get this. Thank you very much. Green Day with a bit of John Lennon at the end. How's the George Harrison coming along, Mr. Marsden? Not too bad, thanks. getting there. I'm still, although I'm clearly growing the Paul Lennon, the star. Oh, he's working on a Paul, forget John Lennon, Paul Lennon. Mm-hmm. That's who we're focusing on. It's our 300 show here at Get This on Triple M. Ryan Shelton is with us. Happy birthday. He works with uh, Mr. Marsden. Very uh, impressed to see you uh, revive his acting career on Road. Yeah, someone yeah. had to do it. It's just I'm the only reason I'm there. I saw talent and I grabbed it, <laughs> and I want to make this kid a star. He's <laughs> like your uh, Bert Reynolds and you're the Boogie Nights director. You know I spotted him. He showed me his package. I was like, Yeah, you've got to be on television. <laughs> you got it. Whatever it is, you got it. Yeah, you. I'm. You know, the anticipation is growing. What's in the bag that you brought in? All right, well, 
Yeah, yeah, when I was on here last, I've yes. been asking you to, because I'd always wanted to see it's Gary Shandling's show. Which you can't get on DVD. Can't get it anywhere. Um, on, there's a little bit on YouTube, but not that much at all. And and obviously, I mean, I should have guessed, you've obviously taped the first time. I stayed up till 4.30 in the morning uh, for several weeks in a row on Channel 9 in the middle of the 80s. Yeah, yeah Series 1 and 2. So, so, great comedy show from the 80s. Well, no, I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. Ah, uh, okay. But, because my dad, my dad's helped me out here. Yes. He has helped me utilize. Utilize your VHS. Oh, you've moved it up to beta? No. To DVD. Oh, you <laughs> he, couldn't, he, he couldn't fit it on the, uh, the DVD. So. He didn't go and remove all the ad breaks. He's removed every ad break. Oh, what a beautiful gesture. Thank um, you very much. So, so it's from myself and my, and my dad, Alan. <laughs> um, and these are the actual tapes. Oh, well, well they go straight to the uh, National uh, Sound Archive. <laughs> to be put away. To be stored. So, yeah, so I've, I've got my own copy as well. So oh, I'll be that's, that's beautiful. It was it's a great show. I mean, I've still got, uh, this is how out of touch I have, I'm still on the laser disc. I still have laser discs. Really? And I saw recently on The Simpsons there was a great episode where they went to the dump mm-hmm. or the tip and there was just a huge pile of VHS cassettes and then they went along a bit further there was a huge pile of laser discs mm-hmm. and then went a bit further and it was just a blank area with a sign thing reserved for DVD. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. well, Blu-ray, isn't it? Oh, Blu-ray. But is it Blu-ray? <laughs> is it HD? Which one are people plumping for? See, it's the new VHS yeah. beta. What do you know about Blu-ray, Rich? I know absolutely nothing. I mean, I'm, uh, is it related yes, in any way to... Is, is it like a smaller uh, version of DVD? Is that no, right? It's, it's the same size. It looks like a DVD, but I think it's a fi- it's a smaller laser. Yeah. So the laser that reads it is smaller, so you, that means the groove can be smaller, so you can fit more on a disc. Oh, yeah. right. So you can fit a whole series of The Sopranos on one disc. Probably. Fantastic. Yeah. So you know how, like, in DVD, it's a real red ray. Yeah. And the new ones, you know what color they are. Is it, a, is it a Blu-ray? It is a Blu-ray. Right. Right. Not just a clever name. Fantastic. And, of course, you were perving at uh, the Late Show Presents Barge Up in the olden days. Mm. Uh, I started about to, to watch this. It's now heavily remarked. But I don't think we achieved our dream of having more hidden content than actual content. We came close. That would be a fantastic thing. With the Easter egg. Do you get into uh, the Easter eggs uh, on the oh, DVDs? I love them. Well, we, we put out our real stories, DVDs. Yes. And we, um, we, we've got like three Easter eggs on that one. Right. And I love Easter eggs. I, I enjoy... They've almost become the new special features. Yes. So special features are like expected. Mm. But then you've got to have the extra features. So there's Easter eggs. Yes. Isn't it like at next they'll be like you have to hatch the Easter eggs and inside the Easter eggs they go special features in there. I did that. I did that. Oh. Um, appropriately enough on the Bad Eggs DVD, Great. which I think you can get very cheaply, as often in bins out of the run from JB, there's an Easter egg within an Easter egg Within an Easter egg, oh. within an Easter egg. No. I don't think that's ever been done before. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Always striving for quantity. You know, you can. Yeah. I'm going to search for that. <laughs> I followed the Passion of the Christ DVD the other day. Ironically, no Easter eggs. <laughs> Very frustrating. You would think, you know, you know, you can never run out for drums, but forget for himself. That's <laughs> not there should, there should have been a hallelujah on that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough of this nerd talk. Let's get out into the real world and talk ideas. Nay, Rideas. Mm. Because, Ryan, you know, there's still a fair bit to go before the end of the series of Rove, I'm guessing. Um, yeah, I think I think there's a little bit. I think we're, all, we're just over halfway. All right. So they're going to need more of them. Do you think our listeners will come good today? Absolutely. They're full of it, aren't they? they what? Let's tap into it next. I employ up to 600 girls. Around the nation. Ryan Shelton is with us for our 300th show. We're not doing anything particularly special, Ryan, because you shouldn't really, you know, it's like making a big issue of your 87th show. Mm. You should wait till 500 before you bung something on. Well, you got me on. Oh, yeah, well, that's a celebration in itself, surely. Yeah. And we're going to talk right now. So we want to do that because I know your segment is uh, really kicking goals on road, but, you know, like I say, Everyone should be able to come up with a right idea. Yeah, absolutely. I know Martin's been pushing for a segment on that show called Mars Discoveries. 
Thanks very much for that. And never going to get up, mate. Martinovations hasn't really taken off here. And as for cabal concepts, I don't even. But you know, we do come up with good ideas on this show. I've been floating one since the 80s, and I've had no bites for my tea bags with the sugar already in them. Don't you think that's a good idea? It's a great idea. One, one and a half, two. That is a good idea. As good. we always say, Tones, people don't want to drink a hot cup of ones or twos. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, I can see the floor. <laughs> You've had some ideas, though, haven't you, Ian? Floating a few ideas. Well, Borges was there. That was great. Yeah, the idea that we're camping. This is people uh, sending in photos of themselves uh, dressed as the Borg from Star Trek for a whole month. <laughs> and we want it the pissier the better. <laughs> we don't want people to go to too much trouble. There's a beauty, I, I don't know if you found it, of a bloke who's just got one of those those big things that, you know, computer memory deals that you have next to your computer oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. in the 90s at work. Is this the gentleman in the meantime? Who is that? Justin Brown is in the lead at the moment. Have oh, a look at that. Wow. He's got an old Toshiba 486. What's his, what's his name? Uh, what's his name? Is Justin Brown. It's a just innovation. Uh, there it is. It is. Hey, right. Yes, but they're just in. Yes, but they're playing for. What's that? First prize in Borg. In the Borg. Uh, August. Yeah, yes. Have a guess. Um, the opportunity to play the character in the new film. Oh, wouldn't that be good? Just with that on his head? He's wandering onto the set. That'd be fantastic. J.J. Abrams would be into that. Well, no, right. It's a uh, remote-controlled helicopter. Here's what the second prize is. Slightly smaller remote control helicopter. Just the tad small. But I wonder how much. I wonder if the bigger one is bigger, better with a remote control helicopter. Yes, right. Do they go higher? You can climb onto the bottom of it and go places. <laughs> so we, we, we were playing with a remote control helicopter once. We were down at the park. And really? Uh, and a friend of mine bought one. Uh-oh. And and it, it is the most fun you can have. Really? Within two meters of a product. <laughs> <laughs> it is so awesome. It goes. Uh, it's impossible to control. Basically, you've got five seconds of fun until it crashes, but if you just keep pressing, you know, you get excited, you just keep pressing up, and it keeps going up, so I wonder if I can go higher, and just keep going, and it's crashed into a train. Brilliant. Birthday. Well, let's just have to look forward to it. Yeah, that's what they're competing for. Uh, another ride there, you got one from. A disguise, but with a Ryan Flair, so the disguise, um, oh, yeah. which is for yeah. people when they're leaving court, and they're filmed by news crews, yeah. and they're trying to hide their face. Yes. So what I've created for Ryan to promote is a mask with hardcore pornography on it. That way, when it's Ooh. on the TV, they have to pixelate it. Yeah, you really are a person of interest. I don't like that. They, they have to pixelate it. Great. You don't have to hide anything over your face. That's fantastic. Okay. 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 I'm show you that in the five o'clock news. You'd be in trouble with Lowy on Ralph TV, though. Yeah. yeah. Would be showing <laughs> stealing it. Yeah. Let's see that exit again. Now, uh, <laughs> how about this one, right? Rice bubbles. Mm-hmm. It's a breakfast cereal made of ice cubes in your image. Oh, okay. Nice. I forgot that it really should have the word rye in it somewhere. Yeah, yeah. and you can really crowbar it in, listeners. Yeah, yeah. well, that, that's, when I, that's when things start getting a little bit slow at the end of the year and I'll start doing rye bubbles. <laughs> rye bina. <laughs> wow. Oh, look, they're chomping at the bit. I can feel it. Want to meet the listeners with their ideas? I wait. I need some. Call us now, one triple three five three. <laughs> We're celebrating our 300th show here at Get This On Triple M with cheap wine and Ryan Deans because Ryan Shelton is here. Great segment on Rove, uh, an occasional segment. Is that what it's called? It's, it's, yeah, it's an occasional, semi-regular. I know a lot of people are tuning just for that segment. Yeah. Yeah. About that? Sorry, it's a slogging for them. No. <laughs> so I just turned into Shane Bourne for the word occasional. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, who's got a right idea for us? Hello, Rain Man. Good how are you going? Excellent. Your right idea? My idea is called Rye Spray. How this works is you always have flies and they always fly near the windows. So Rye Spray kills the fly and it also has window cleaner in it. Chances DVD, how does that seem, sir? That sounds quite excellent indeed. I wasn't expecting anything, so that's great. Great, you have got some TNA coming your way. <laughs> All right, then. Uh, hello. <laughs> Mark, how are you? Good, how are you? Excellent. Your idea? 
mate. This is a, a bit of a theme on an old thing. It could be a ride-on mower. Yes. <laughs> and it could have black sheepskin seat covers. And obviously, you just have to rebrand it as yourself, so that's why we've got the Just 